You're listening to Salary Capped, a podcast exploring the business side of sports. Hey everyone, welcome into Salary Capped. I'm Tyler Kern. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Now today we're talking to Josh Johnson, and he is an NFL quarterback with 12 years of experience. And he's part of the newly formed Ultimate Gaming League, and we're going to learn a little bit more about that today. Josh, thank you so much for joining me, man. Uh, no problem, Tyler. You know, glad you guys want me on the Salary Cap platform. Uh, looking forward to sharing what we got going on with the UGL world. Well, I'm excited to learn uh, a little bit more about the UGL. So tell me, who all is involved in this league? Because I know that you got some, uh, some NFL guys involved. Uh, I'm sure some of your friends and connections from, uh, from your time in the NFL. Tell us a little bit about who all is involved. Um, UGL is a company that I actually uh, co-own uh, co with a couple of guys from Oakland named uh, Brad Farrell and Chuck Johnson. And uh, what we did is basically uh, partner up with uh, gaming franchises, which are uh, owned by the players. And uh, you have Ocho Cinco Gaming, who is Chad Ocho Cinco, Darius Slay, and Desmond King. Uh, four brothers is uh, Max Crosby, Kenny Kenny Clark, uh, Brogan Roback, and uh, Josh Jacobs. And then uh, Glitch Gaming is uh, Sidney Crosby, Preston Williams, um, Rashad Higgins, and Avante Maddox. And then you have my team, which is uh, me, uh, Marshawn, Lynch, Marcus Peters, who are both my cousins, and uh, Bam Samuels. And uh, we pretty much, these franchises are owned by the athletes. And uh, we partner up with UGL to uh, basically run the league. And the league will uh, be pretty much uh, people that we recruit, whether it be gamers or non-gamers. And they're actually participating in qualifiers right now to for themselves to position themselves on the draft board. And that, you know, the recruitment is still going on for once the league starts. And when we have our draft, we'll pick our teams. And the first season will consist of the four te- the different teams competing in FIFA, Madden, Call of Duty, and NBA 2K. So we'll have teams in all the four, and then uh, we'll do it. That would be the league would be based around that, and then we'll do an Olympic style championship like old school Mario Kart, where you kind of play the re- play the games, and then you have the the, the championship was a was a cumulative score, and then that's how we'll determine the winner of season one, and then I will do the same thing again. Well, it may not always be exclusive to these games in particular, but these are the games that we uh, we are we as owners decided to go with first. So, of these games, which one are, do you feel like you are personally best at? Madden. That's my Madden. Game. Yeah, Madden's my game. All right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> how do you how do you stack up against uh, against some of your former uh, against some of your fellow athletes? Um, I stack up. I think I stack up pretty well. Um, you know, if I feel like if I had a a bigger star power in the NFL. I would be on all these Madden contents that they produce, but you know they got to go with the bigger names. So it's all good. Uh, my journey isn't over, but uh, I feel like I could play with anyone. I've played against professional guys and I hold my own. Um, one thing about Madden that's that's the good thing is anybody can lose though at any time. So like I take the good with the bad, but I win way more than I lose. And and in my franchises that I'm a part of, I'm always one of the top players. So that's pretty much how I go about it. But when I compete versus professionals, I hold my own. So you're you and Marshawn Lynch are on the same are part of the same franchise, correct? But can you beat Marshawn in Madden? Oh yeah, I've been beating him since we was kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's some some uh, some bulletin board material for Marshawn for oh, the next yeah. time he you guys already, play each other. He know what it is. <laughs> Marshawn, <laughs> Marshawn knows what's up. All right, uh, so. 
We're hearing more and more these days about athletes, you know, making investments, getting involved in businesses and getting involved in things like what you have going on with UGL. Um, what did that look like for you? What, what made you decide that, that UGL was the direction that you wanted to go um, it, when it came to, uh, you know, an investment, a business and, and kind of starting something of your own? Um, for me, it's just kind of, you know, as you learn yourself as a young man and really find out who you are, like I follow my passions, I follow things that I love follow things that'll wake me up without an alarm clock because I mean you invest the good and the bad days and things like that the same way I did with football and gaming has always been that way for me been playing since Atari and uh you know and I've always always had a passion about it even when everybody looked at me like I was weird when I got to the NFL and making money I'd rather go home and play my video game but you know I would travel with my PlayStation with me and my carry-on bag to a row games and always got to make sure that they got the good Wi-Fi. So, like, at first, people thought that was weird, but if you watch now, everybody's doing that. Everybody's kind of concerned about that. A lot of guys, a lot of the younger players are carrying their PCs or their their laptop, like, gaming consoles with them. So it's, like, becoming the norm now. And then for guys like me who've been doing it for forever, I guess it's good to see that, you know, it's kind of our time. So... I just think as 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 the world is taking more notice to gaming with with you know with the with the, with the way esports has hit the scene in particular, I think it's naturally a fit of who I am as a person. I've been doing this my whole life. That's a really good point. We we've seen attitude towards gaming, you know, just kind of the broad cultural attitude towards gaming shift quite a bit. Where I know when I was a kid, if you just wanted to play video games, you were thought of as, you know, lazy, you need to go outside, you need to go play, things like that, right? But we've seen that attitude shift a lot. And I think in large part due to the emergence of esports and some of the things that you're doing. Um, how do you hope to continue to push esports and gaming a little bit more into the forefront of, you know, of the social consciousness and see maybe attitudes continue to change towards gaming? No, for sure. I mean, it's just be, you know, celebrate it first and then understand the opportunity the short and long term because it's like football. I mean, there's a lot of opportunity that be, that that's art that is out there and that will continue to grow because, you know, this is what people are doing and where people are ever at. There will always be opportunity. But one thing I will note is that like with us, like we're more complimentary with our model because we can't be esports. Like we don't have the time to be on the level that some of these professional esports players are. This is what they do year round. It's like what we mm -hmm. do year round for football. So. Our, our, our element is more to be able to be a complimentary to it. Uh, we're a lifestyle component. We kind of invite anyone who wants to be able to play on the sticks, whether you're good or bad, but just really come have a good time and really celebrate yourself. Kind of like same way as a football game. Not everyone is a, is a ravaged football fan, but a lot of different people come in that stadium to be a part of that experience. And so, like, that's where I think we complimentary more the celebration of esports. And then, obviously, we discover the next best thing you can kind of, you know, channel them to the right people and funnel them to the right people into the right direction. So I think what we're doing is, is, is it has its esports elements, but we also understand that we football players first and a lot of our community may have other, you know, other obligations first, but there, we all still make time for gaming and it is having a centralized place where everybody can come enjoy that and find opportunity. You know, I think that's what we have a unique mix of, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, and uh, I'm curious, how do people that, that are interested and in, that are learning about UGL get involved? How can they watch? How can they participate? If people are like, hey, I'm, I'm really good at Call of Duty or FIFA or something like that, how can they participate in UGL? Um, if you go to UGLworld.com in particular, 
Uh, we're still, you know, allowing people to sign up to be a part of the franchises, whether they actually own the teams or just being a part of the community and, uh, you know, going through the different quest modes that we have for people who are part of each franchise. And then, uh, obviously, you can follow UGL World on, on, on social media, particularly Instagram. Uh, that's where the best presence is. You can really see everything that's going on there. Um, the four franchises have their own websites and on and on uh, social medias as well. So four brothers, glitch gaming, G L I T X H. Um, then you have uh, Ocho Cinco gaming, and then you have the Fam gaming. And so you can all easily find through the socials or on online. You can uh, get connected there, and. Uh, I mean, there will be a place for everyone. That's one thing about us is like having a space where everybody can come, even parents, because I'm a parent myself. And a lot of this is what our younger generation is doing. My kids, like I have the best time with them when we play in the game. Like, I mean, I also encourage them to do other things, but you know, they know once school night is over and Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it, we, we, we gaming. And so that's kind of like our tradition right now. And that's when we have our great family time. And the more we can expose, like, as athletes, use our other resources and, and encourage other positive things and other long-term positive outcomes, I think it just adds more value to what we're building here. Definitely. It, it, I wonder, when, when your playing career is in the rearview mirror and you're, and you're ready to, to hang up the cleats for good, do you see UGL as something that you want to continue to invest in, continue to build, and, and continue to grow even once your playing days are done? No, for sure. Like, I don't think I'm ever stop playing video games. So, I mean, the, the, the goal is to grow all these passions to where they become sustainable over a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And even something that I could pass on to the next generation, in particular my kids or someone else's kids that may fit the mold. Um, and that's really what we're building it for, you know, to be scalable, to have a long-term positive impact. You know, not just in the short term, it's just not just a quick fix. So that, that's kind of really why I follow things that I genuinely have a, a true organic passion for. Absolutely. Now, I'm a big FIFA guy. That's that's probably the game I'm best at. Uh, <laughs> oh, I know man. I know Ocho Cinco is a soccer fan. Is, yeah, is FIFA man. his game? Yeah, he the one that got the FIFA in. I, know I literally just downloaded it last night. And boy, when I tell you, I'm struggling right now. <laughs> I, got it. I, 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 I thought I wanted to dive right in and play the game. I got beat pretty bad by the computer. So I had to start all over with the skills trainers. And I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a, I'm a crawl before I walk, and then I'm going to run. Yeah, so give, yeah. Me, give me about a couple weeks, and I should be ready to be on some, some type of competitive level. But right now, I'm keeping my mouth shut. Because I need to learn more than I need to talk right now when it comes to FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you need to test your skills against someone, I'm available. So just let me know, all right? All right, sound good. Sound good. <laughs> awesome. We could do a stream. We could do a stream. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm down. I like it. I'm down. All right. All right. We'll, we'll make that happen. But Josh Johnson, NFL quarterback and, uh, and part of the newly formed Ultimate Gaming League. Josh, thank you so much for joining us here on Salary Captain. Talk a little bit more about what you're doing in the world of gaming. Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. Um, just uh, the gaming world, just really, just really being a part of the celebration of its growth, man. Just like, it's cool to see, like, I can show my nerdy side now. Like I've always been in into these stuff since I was little. I remember Oregon Trail, Mavis Beacon. Oh yeah. I, 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 those was games I would sit in the computer lab all day. Doom, Doom, Doom was like one of the first PC games um, I remember I experienced 
uh, Snake the first time on the on the, on the, on the PC. So yep. like I've been doing this for a while. Like I would sneak up to our high school because my mom worked there and would sneak in the computer lab just to get a hold of these games. Because I mean we didn't have a computer at home yet. So like now to, to see just the whole world being more gamified. I think I just I just think it's cool. Like it just fits who I am, and I'm just in a comfortable moment of my life, enjoying something I've always done. And now you know you can build something in the short term and have a great time, but also do you know right by you know yourself and others by building some you know some good business models, and that's what we're looking forward to doing. Yeah, and you're bringing that the the joy of gaming to to plenty of other people now, and I think that that's that's really cool to be able to pass along that passion that you have. Uh, to another generation and that sort of thing, which is which is really awesome. Right, no, for sure. I mean, that's all they ever know. So they're born with the game. I mean, they had, <laughs> they're going to be a lot smarter than us. They're going, to, they're going to do everything on another level than us. But to just bring that old, genuine, organic passion to just show them that, you know, it's always not about winning or losing, but just the experience. I think there is that balance there. And, like, for us, like my generation, I was born in the 80s. Just, you know, that was like our way to decompose. Like I would just play the game sometimes just to clear my thoughts because it was like my own time to have my personal space, but still have a good time. So just finding that balance with the younger generation who is very tech savvy and then leveraging like how we had to balance real life with gaming and be able to you know, make it all one. I think that's a unique journey that I'm willing to take that I'm on right now. Well, and uh, I think people that are our age, right? Like uh, you were born in 86, I was born in 87. I, I we, we remember life without video games or with very limited access to video right. games, right? And, and we got to see how it grew up and how it developed, you know? And I, I remember learning, you know, about football and learning about football players through playing Tecmo Bowl on like sure. the original NES, you know? And or then, Jackson. Bo Jackson was the was the ultimate. Like if you played as the Raiders, you had Marcus Allen and Bo Jackson on that team, and nobody could beat you. Nobody um, could beat you. But but so we've had that experience and gotten to kind of see consoles grow up, and you know mm -hmm. we've grown up alongside them. And I think that there's something to be said for seeing that to maturity now. And and now you have the experience of you know seeing what gaming can do for others and and passing that along. I think that's I think that's awesome. No, for sure you hit it right on the nail. Like I remember when. When Super Nintendo came out, it was like, wow. This, like, <laughs> you, the first time you played Super Mario Brothers and Mario Kart, like, you thought that was amazing. And then, mm -hmm. then PlayStation, well, well, then Sega came. And then you got PlayStation comes. And then, like, that's when everything just started looking so real. Yeah. And then Dreamcast came out for us one time. And that's really what birthed 2K. Most people don't know that 2K was mm -hmm. birthed on Dreamcast. And then, like, you go from Dreamcast to Xbox coming out of nowhere. And then you, then you start having PlayStation 2s and PlayStation 3s. And now look at what we got with the PlayStation 5. You don't know if it's I'm watching the real game or I'm playing the game. Like, the NFL and NBA, they're using these 5K TVs, like, to, to show the real game. And most people think they're playing 2K or they're playing Madden. That's just how real it is. And for me being a pro athlete, like I always just stimulate my mind when I can off season by playing Madden because there are little tricks and things that I can just use that I would use in the real life. It don't always give you the same outcome, but it's just a constant way of practicing. Like in college, I created my playbook on Madden and it helped me learn my playbook faster. And I started seeing coaches doing that 
And so it's just so it's just such a resource if you just understand how to leverage it the right way. That's kind of what growing up the old way really showed you how to do it. That's interesting. Do you feel like being an NFL quarterback gives you an, an advantage in Madden? Um, yeah, but it also hurts me because really? I make throws that I feel like I know that would be a touchdown in real life. And then they <laughs> do a super and then they do the super jump or they can be three yards behind the go ball and they time it right and they pick it. And yeah. it, it also is like that is so fake. But it's like <laughs> you got to deal with it. I mean, one day I'm going to get the Madden people. Hopefully I'm going to get their ear to really just let me be a part of the process. Because they got Ocho, they got all these receivers and DBs and everybody else, but they don't have any quarterbacks involved. Yeah, right. And it's just kind of mind-boggling a little bit. Because there's a lot of things that I would give input on where they don't have to lose the game, but they can make it a little bit more realistic a little bit. But that's just yeah. me being a quarterback. <laughs> they need to get you in the huddle and, and get things straightened out that way. And I'm, I'm working on that. That's one of my new goals of 2021. All right. To get we'll the make Madden it. people here. <laughs> we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. Well, Let's Josh, we'll let up. you go, but thank you again so much for, for chatting with us here on Salary Captain and sharing some insights into UGL. We'll, we'll stay in touch and, and follow things as they, as they continue to grow. All right, boss. Appreciate you.